Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My whole life, I've always had a nine-to-five job where you go in, you know when you're working, you clock in, you clock out. Here, I was kind of going from place to place, a new setting, new settings, and it was just, I guess, the fear of the unknown. Um, and you know, especially when you're out there DJing. What's going on, DJ family? DJ Reese here. Every Monday at 9 a.m., I'm dropping a new podcast episode where I'm highlighting some of the dopest DJs out there that are creating vibes at all the venues that they're DJing at. If you want to hear these stories, level up in your DJing. If you're a new beginner DJ, you need new tips, you want to hear the inspiration from the DJs who started out new, that are taking their DJing game to the next level, well, you got to check out WeCreateTheVibes.com every Monday, 9 a.m. New stories, new episodes from the dopest DJs out there killing it in the game right now. Hosted by DJ Reese. Again, check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Welcome to another episode of We Create The Vibes podcast, where we go out there and find dope DJs who are out there just doing dope things, creating vibes in every environment that they touch. Ladies and gentlemen, today's special guest is DJ Foxy D. What's going on? What's good? Man, everything is good. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, coming through. Thank you for taking that time. Of course. Got to take the opportunities always, you know, as they present themselves. Got to. Absolutely. All right. So talk to me about your upbringing. Tell me, talk to me about the music you grew up listening to upbringing what was played in your household you know talk to me about that I feel like I've always been the DJ even before I even knew what that was I didn't know anything about DJing when I was growing up but I was always my my biggest inspiration was Selena so I grew up like dressed in like Selena I'd hold little concerts and stuff like that as a little girl I'm from Colorado Springs Okay. So my family moved us out here in Vegas and just going through school, especially high school, I was always that girl that was like making mixtapes, um, bringing CDs in my friend's car at parties. I'd be on the computer, like creating playlists um, in the household. It was just my dad loves rock. So it was like Metallica, oh. Ozzy Osbourne, um, Little Wayne I grew up on was my favorite, still my favorite. Okay. Um, just a little bit of everything, you know, my grandfather, George Strait, Johnny Cash, so many different elements, you know. Absolutely. I see the diversity in music, too, as well. So, no, that's that's dope. That helps a lot when reading a crowd, too. It's like I got a little bit for everybody in here. Don't don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely. And you grew up with it, too. So, no, that's the dope part. So tell me about this address right here. Fifty one sixty five. Fort Apache Road, Unit 175, Las Vegas, Nevada. Tell me about this address. Fort Apache. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, oh, blend. <laughs> blend DJ. I was like, hold on a minute. 
Oh, yeah, I hit you with drive. the address. We couldn't just straight up ask that, but yeah. There you go. <laughs> I hated the drive. I live in Henderson, mm. so it was a long drive, but well worth um, it. So how long yeah. was the drive from uh um, like 30 minutes, something okay. like that? Long drive. That's why I was like, Florida Apache. I never go over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, the big blessing in my life, Glenn DJ Institute. That's where I learned pretty much the whole mechanical end of DJing. Yeah. Nice. But okay, so why blend? Was there any other institutes, any other schools you were looking at were or was just blend top of your list? You know, I this was back in 2017, and I don't remember there being a lot of opportunities to learn, to be honest. Um, I had a friend come to me and he wants me to teach him how to DJ and I didn't have the time at, at the time, but I might take on some students, but I did my research and I was like, I wonder, you know, um, if there's schools out there still that do it and there's actually a lot now but back then there really wasn't. Um, I just remember um, the website, you know, and just being intrigued by the lessons and, and, you know, you go through a certain you know, series of lessons, and then you get your certificate, and then you move to the next level. And, you know, so I was like, okay, there's plenty of room to grow here. And they also teach how to produce there. So they teach scratching, um, digital DJing, all of that. So I was like, I can learn everything here. Very dope. So how, how were your classes? You know, how were they very intense? I mean, was there a time during class where you're like, I mean, this is this is nothing or was it was it challenging? You know, talk to me about your classes. Did you come home with homework? You know, yes, yes, so? um, it was challenging. I dealt with a lot of social anxiety and that's why I owe so much thanks to DJing because it absolutely got me out of my shell and helped me like face my fears because there was this overwhelming feeling of like being scared to fail. Like I go in here and I'm putting myself out there to learn. And what if I'm not good at it? Wonder if, you know, they laugh at me, whatever those fears were. Um, you know, I walked in a little timid, a little shy, a little scared. And, you know, my mentor, Andrew, Andrew Bina, shout out. Um, he taught me a lot. So he helped me get out of my shell and just to be comfortable with what I was doing. Um, but I did get homework for sure. Some of the homework would be you know, whatever we learned that day, take it home and practice. Um, one of the things was I hadn't had a DJ name yet. And he's okay. like, okay, this is your homework. You need a DJ name. And I was like, well, you're Andrew B. How easy is that? You know, like, I was like, it's hard. Like incorporate your name in it is probably like the easiest. But um, I went home and I thought about it and thought about it. And I was like, shoot, I don't know. I came up with DJ Foxy D never really liked it it was just part of the homework and then it just grew on me and i was like i can't think of anything better so i'm just gonna stick with it <laughs> okay so but like what okay where where'd you get the foxy part from i think that i capitalized a little bit on the fact that there wasn't many female djs in 2017 at all i can think of like two or three that really like made it big one that was a, a big role model to me is dj sila Okay. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put Foxy in there because, you know, as a woman, I want to capitalize on that. It's male dominant, right? It, it still Absolutely. is. Like, there's a lot of really good female DJs out there now. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna just incorporate that a little bit because I feel like it separates just if you just look at the name, say it's on like a, you know, 
a festival flyer, you know, it's gonna be okay, that's a girl right there. And that's not very common. So I was like, no man's probably gonna put Foxy in there. So <laughs> Okay, no, it definitely stands out. No, and that's dope. Okay. So talk to me about and first of all, congratulations on your residency at the MGM. You know, Thank talk you. to me. Of course. Talk to me about that, you know. How did you get it? Where were you when you received the news? You know, talk to me about that. So after COVID and everything hit, um, you know, I stopped getting lessons and everything. And I just kind of went and, and just kept working on my craft on my own. And I still kept in touch with my mentor. And I remember exactly this was um, uh, around May of 2021. Okay. I was at my best friend's bachelorette party and I brought all my DJ stuff over there. And I was like DJing on the beach and we're having such a good time. And I remember getting a text saying, hey, I'm gonna need you for the pools this summer, like get ready. And I just remember feeling so excited because for the past from 2017 to 2021, I would DJ for friends and family. I do their weddings, their, oh. I've done their baby showers, birthday parties, just to get practice and um, get that in. And so this was the first opportunity that I got as a professional and it was MGM. And it was for Live Lucky Pool and Morea Beach Club at Mandalay Bay. And to me, I'm like, if I'm starting here, the sky is just the limit right now. But I'm not going to lie, the pressure was so overwhelming as just a new DJ. It was extremely difficult just facing those anxieties and those fears from lack of experience in the professional setting, you know? No, definitely. I understand that. Man, that's... That's amazing. Like MGM, like definitely. Yes. It was exciting though. It, it absolutely was, but there was a lot of fear. Like I said, um, yeah. I guess just walking in my whole life, I've always had a nine to five job where you go in, you know, when you're working, you clock in, you clock out here. I was kind of going from place to place, a new setting, new settings. And it was just, I guess the fear of the unknown. Um, you know, especially when you're out there DJing in the summer, it's like 115 degrees outside and equipment electronics don't work well in the heat. So <laughs> that was a whole stress on its own was the computers over overheating and glitching and just all yeah. the stress. <laughs> that. Oh, That's the biggest yeah. DJ nightmare. You got to get you one of, one of these fans. I, I mean, actually, I saw somebody on YouTube that had one. I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Because, yeah, that happened to me a couple of times this summer. <laughs> Everyone has those stories, you know. But I can Terrible. tell you my DJ nightmare for sure. It was at the MGM. Um, situation. So, yes. My, so, okay. I was set up for success, okay. Did everything correct. I had somebody who has been in the game forever helped me out and set me up for success he was there i had my computer on top of like a, a cooler of ice i had a ac unit right next to me blowing freezing cold air um i had you know water everything that i needed um and yet my computer was still overheating so he had made sure i was good and left right he's like call me if you need me and I think this was like maybe the second time I DJed there. So still very new. Okay. And my computer just goes in and out, in and out, music stopping. And the, the, the worst part about it is not only was I DJing for the people in the pool, but I was also on the intercom, on intercoms for the people in the restrooms, oh. the, you know, 
so the music's going in and out and I have this most obnoxious guy like doing backflips in the pool splashing people and he's like boo get a real dj boo I'm, I'm i'm telling you i was seeing stars like i went into full like panic attack um it was that but also when you work out in the heat you you can't skip dinner you have to eat a good balanced breakfast you got to get good sleep you got to stay hydrated and these are things that i didn't prepare for so i was went into like panic mode and i was like seeing stars and i just remember i put on like a premix and I just like went to the restroom and I, I call it when I, when I tell the story, I call it my eight mile moment. Cause I turned right. something so bad into something that's actually inspiring. I was like, like Eminem dude around the, the toilet, just like gagging, like calling my, my mentor and being like, please help me. I can't do this. I can't do this. He's like, you can do this. Just take a breath, you know? And he's like, I'm sending somebody over. And that's what's so amazing about the DJ community is you you build friends and they have your back and um, DJ Tito showed up and he was just like, hey, go take a break. I got you. So he was spinning for about an hour while I got myself together and I went back in there and did my thing. I just remember praying in the bathroom because I can hear the, the music. I was like, please don't oh. stop. No dead air, please. <laughs> so I was like, I'll never forget nightmares. that. <laughs> That's what nightmares are made of as a DJ. And I was like, because the yeah. worst thing that can happen is the music stops, right? Because absolutely. What are we there for? But the thing so, that people don't realize that when it comes to outdoor conditions, heat, yes, it may happen, but that's not our fault. <laughs> you gotta be patient. Yeah. We can't control that. Like that, that's you know, and yeah, that that is like the that's the biggest nightmare, but it's like, you can't really, you can't really control it. Cause you can even, I've been under a tent and it's like still so hot and the laptop starts slowing down. I'm like, no, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what I was told too, is, um, you know, I can be really hard on myself, you know? And I just remember, um, my agent telling me like, look, this happens to everybody, everybody, yeah. unless you're like Cascade or Marshmallow and you're like in those big events where they have like, they're on like ice bars pretty much. Yep. And they have the top of the line, everything like it happens to everyone. And it's expected actually, like the managers know it, it happens to everybody. Um, but when it happens to you, it's like, Oh God, help me. Yeah. Jesus. The will, you know, absolutely. And people like don't realize, you know, DJs, we we go through it too, you know. Like sometimes, you know, on set, we might have like a meltdown and we're like trying not to exhibit and show any of it, but people don't realize, like, yeah, we like we go we go through it too as well, you know. Mm -hmm. like, lose our minds and you know, and then come, you know, settle back it, settle back in and you know, get back to business. But it happens, you know. Gotta just when those moments happen, it's like a little trick that I do is like, I just like zip myself up in this armor. Like, and I think about like, if I'm not feeling so confident, you know, this was years ago. I feel like I found my confidence. I found it finally, but you know, back then I didn't have that necessarily because I was lacking the experience. And I just, you know, remember like being like, okay, who could I, who could I zip myself up in that's confident, you know, like, and I was like, okay, Courtney Kardashian, right? She's like, I'm not insecure about any part of my body. A, B, C, D, F, G, this conversation's over. Just like unbothered. And I'm like, zip myself up in Courtney and I'm being Courtney right now. And just, you know, and I found, my, I found though that by doing that, by not being myself, 
um, it was great at the time because I can get through my set and just, I essentially, I was like playing a part and, and I would just leave feeling like, like I wasn't good enough. I'd leave feeling like unworthy. I'd leave feeling so like insecure. And now I'm in a place where it's like, I know that when I walk on that stage, God has placed me there. And that's the greatest confidence that I could ever get is like, it doesn't matter what anyone thinks or says I'm going up on stage as Desiree where God called me and I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's the greatest confidence that I could ever, ever have. I don't have to be anybody else but myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is your calling. Keep doing it. And yeah, you got to like, I always say you always got to be your, the biggest cheerleader, like for yourself, like you have to hype yourself up the most, feel the most confident about yourself. Cause no one's going to feel the best about you except you, you know, you're going to really feel good about yourself and, and you got to tell yourself good things too, even when you're not feeling good because it's all about the mind. So like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to think like, yeah, I'm just playing music, but no, it's, it's, it's deeper than that. <laughs> it, it, it really it's is deeper than that. You know, like yeah. it's not easy to get up there and like, you know, be under a microscope, essentially. Sometimes it feels that way. And sometimes yes. it's easy, you know, and, and that's where the confidence comes in and whether, you know, it's a good set or a bad set. Cause you, you know, as a DJ, something always goes wrong. Like whether it's a chord or yep. <laughs> you forgot something or whatever, it's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to, to grow in every aspect. So I, that's how I see it. Absolutely. So talk about being under a microscope. You know, sometimes I notice, I think people are just hard on DJs in general, but then I feel like to me, sometimes there's a split too. Like you have your, your male DJs, you have your female DJs. Sometimes people really try to make this split or some people they'll see a certain, they might see female DJs and be like extra critical or extra or like, okay, what is she doing? Or, okay, did she, uh, did she mix this, these two records together? And by the way, I went through your SoundCloud. Yo, your mixes are fire. So you check me yeah, out. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm giving it up. Yo, your mixes are fire. Like, Thank you. Nah, you're doing, yo, you're welcome. You're doing your thing. But talk to me about that. Cause I do feel like, I mean, I feel like I, I get scrutinized all the time when I, when I DJ, like I feel like I've all, all the time, but I feel like I've, I've seen other female DJs DJ. And like, even when I go out and see DJs DJ, like, I, I just chill. Like, it's not really that serious. Like we're all getting paid to do what we love. And that's how I look at it. And it's also a business too. So I'm like, to me, I'm always in like learn mode. Like I'm never in like, Oh, they play that record with that record. Like I'm like, take, I'm just soaking everything in. Like as if I'm a fan of music. So, you know, talk to me all about that. You yeah. know, how do you, how do you, how do you feel when you're out there and you're DJing? You feel like people are scrutinized and just like paying attention, overly paying attention to you. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like never in person, right. It's, it's always a hater that's going to be like on the internet. That'll say things. And <laughs> I've gotten those occasionally. Right. Okay. And yeah, it comes with the territory. It's like, as a female DJ, I think there is like a stigma attached to us that we were just, you know, out there and we just got hired because we're pretty or you have a good body or whatever that they can't really DJ. And um, so I've had people say mean things a few times online. 
And um, some of it's like, you know, I post, I would post just a video of me dancing and, you know, not really transitioning, just like a 10 second clip of me dancing. And I had someone write like, oh, wow, you can, um, you can dance. Wow. What a great DJ, like saying things like that, you know, like, oh, congratulations. You know how to dance. Why don't you DJ, you know? And I, I don't let that stuff bother me too much because think of it this way, right? Are you going to care what like somebody like say you're walking to buy something at the gas station and someone's heckling you? Are you going to, and they're, they're telling you you're dumb, you're stupid, whatever, you look bad, whatever. That opinion, does that matter compared to like your mom, your dad, the people that know you, they don't matter. Um, but I'm not going to lie. If you're, if you have like, we all have our own insecurities. And when someone highlights that, yeah, it could make you feel bad. Right. But yeah. um, I think we can choose which ones to interact with and which ones not to. As far as like being under a microscope, um, I don't feel that so much when I'm DJing um, anymore. I think I'm learning more how to read crowds. But one thing that did make me feel that way is that I'd have people coming to the booth all the time being like, "Uh, can you play this? Um, Can you play that? And I just felt like I suck, you know, like, I must not be playing good music because no one seems to be happy here. And I would leave so stressed out. So as far as being under a microscope, I'd say in real life DJing, it's the song request, the song request flooding in. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I, I, all right. So I DJ for Carnival Cruise Line and I had like a really dope roommate. He was like the head DJ. He taught me exactly how to handle like, cause I used to like, I used to just take it with like any, any request and like, even if it didn't even make sense like, and, and then like clear the whole dance floor out. And I've been DJing since 2007, but I just always used to be like for the people. Yeah. But like, sometimes it's like, yo, this doesn't even make sense. Like I can't, but it's like, you know, it's a way to do it. <laughs> I know, like, I do it. But I used to never understand it. I used to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going I'm to play it. Or like, you know, I have like the, like the chick that comes up to me like, oh, I'm, I'm about to leave right now. I need to hear this right now. And I used to be like, oh, okay. All right. I'll play it. You know, it's like, no, have a nice night. <laughs> you know, thank you for coming, you know, yes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, it'll definitely like sometimes some song requests, it'll definitely, uh, it'll definitely trip you up. But I always feel like if it's a, if it's done respectfully, it makes sense in the set that I'm playing then I'll definitely touch it. Or if you're paying me, then like you can say whatever you want. Like if you're paying me, you know, it's your event then yeah, you can request whatever the hell you want. Like, yep. so, you know, but yeah, it's crazy sometimes. <laughs> I have like, so it's like the requests flooding in um, would be a little stressful because, you know, I feel like the lack of experience and reading a room that was kind of weighing on me. So I just felt like I wasn't good enough or whatever but I'd have people aggressively like coming up especially I was DJing at Boulder and at Kicks Lounge and you know somebody people would come up and straight up be like hey nobody likes this music here like passer buyers like drunk you know be like this is not what we like here like you you gotta play some Metallica play that and I'm just like rude and I'm like how would you like if I came to your job and told you like you're not good enough like you know Absolutely. So those kind of things would get to me and that that would make me feel like I was under a microscope. And when you feel that way, it's like kind of hard, you know, to be in tune with the music and, you know, yeah. focus because your your mind's so scattered with criticism. Yeah. 
you know. If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now and you want to learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes, well, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate. No, but I think, like, honestly, really, your opinion matters the most. Like, honestly, yeah. because you got to look at it like this, too. Like, if you're out here, you're getting booked, you got a residency, you have it for a reason. All right? So trust and believe that. Like, you have it for a reason. And sometimes, too, you know, like, I, I've been to events where, yo, the DJs were phenomenal. And, like, the crowd just sucked. Like, even I went, I was out in Jamaica last year. And, like, oh, my God. Like, some of the nights, like, the DJ was just phenomenal. And people were, eh, I don't want to dance. Or, like, people were just drunk, like, super drunk, didn't want to do anything. You and can't like, please everybody. Yeah, no, you can't. You definitely can't. But talk to me. I saw on your IG, you saw Elton John recently, right? Yeah. How was yeah. that experience? Talk to me about that. It was great. You know, I actually, I'm not a huge Elton John fan. Not that I dislike uh -huh. him. I just don't, I'm not familiar too much with his music, but my family, um, my husband and his dad, they, you know, he grew up with his dad listening to Elton John. It was very special for them. So, so I went with them, you know, just to, just to have fun. And, and I was like dying, hoping Britney was going to come up on there, you know, yeah. because she hasn't <laughs> released any music since like what, 2013. And I'm like, this is her moment. She's going to come out. I was hoping, but that didn't happen, but nonetheless, it was an amazing show. And it was beautiful because it was his farewell tour. And he was like, he did this slideshow, you know, of like, his whole life doing music and then he just was like it's time for me to spend time with my family now and just enjoy life without traveling and all of that so it was it was great nice awesome so talk to me about the advantages of being an open format dj all right hmm advantages i would say you know, you got your toes in pretty much everything. And I think that's why I, I pretty much, I've only said no to one gig in my entire life. And that was like karaoke. I was like, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> that, that's where I draw the line, the karaoke DJ. No, right, no. Same too. Uh, nothing against them, but I just, I don't feel like I have a large enough library to be able to do that. But um, I pretty much say yes to everything. So I've done, you know, I've done bachelorette parties. I've done um, baptism events. I've done baby showers. I've done quinceanera weddings, all of that. So being an open format DJ helps because you got pretty much every genre and you got experience in those genres and more opportunities. Absolutely. All right. No, definitely. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Next five years, I see myself definitely DJing bigger events. I'd like to get my hands in like festivals. I'd like to do nightclubs. I've done day clubs, but I want to do nightclubs now um, and just keep growing in, in my career. Um, and as far as like family, my husband and I, we've been together since we were in high school. We're married right. now and we bought a house. And so I guess the next move is some kids, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe nice, a nice. kid. I don't know. But um I see um healing happening too. 
Um, I feel like the stresses of life, everyone's going through something, whether it's a death in the family, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's depression, you know, we're all going through something. So I, I see myself continuing to heal and work on my mental health. And um, yeah, I just, it, it lo it's looking good. It's looking bright. Nice, nice. What's your mentality like going into every gig, every event you do? What's that mentality like? Mentality now is just, I used to have to take like a couple shots or like have a drink, you know, to get, get the nerves out. Yeah, um, but I, I don't need that anymore. I feel like um, my mentality going in is like, kind of like what I said earlier. It was just knowing like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm meant to do this. God, God is calling me here. And that that gives me all the confidence that's that's where all those doubt and all that worry goes away is is that mentality is like i'm here for a reason i'm here to spread joy i'm here to feel joy and i'm i'm not gonna allow myself to spiral into those negative thoughts and um, just be proud and, and honored to go up there because it, it is it's a, it's it's a feeling of success it's a feeling of accomplishing and facing fears and overcoming things so that's my mentality going in there it's just like I was born to do this you know that's the right mentality you <laughs> have no absolutely right mentality so DJ Foxy D are you ready to play a game called this or that let's do it all right so I'm gonna name two things. Basically, you're just gonna let me know if you're this or that, which one you like, which one's better. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got the Rain One or a Pioneer DDJ controller. What's better? I have to go with the Rain One. It's just Rain smooth, one. like butter. It's just, yes. All right, Rain One what? it is. Mm -hmm. Turntables or CDJs? CDJs. Okay. DJ Cascade or DJ Cascade. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I saw the SoundCloud. I'm like, all right, yeah, she rocks. <laughs> That's my number one. That's he's yes. There is there is no other. No competition. <laughs> Numero uno. That's what I'm talking about. All right. DJ a popular club or DJ a celebrity's wedding. A popular club. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I don't know if I could handle the pressure. I, I Oh my gosh. But then again, hold on. I, th I think you can. You're open format. I, I actually think you would be perfect for weddings. Like killing it. Open format. You would appeal to everybody. Guests, everybody. I'm going to actually change my answer. I'm going to say the celebrity wedding because yeah, I think that would be a, that would be a great opportunity and, you know, it will open more doors, hopefully, right? Absolutely. More celebrities, yeah. Absolutely. All right, which song request is the worst? Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out or huh, Gangnam Style? Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah. I can get down with Gannam style. That one's not too bad. Yes. <laughs> we'll let the dogs out. I just don't have, I can't think of one place that could fit in there, except for maybe a kid's birthday party. Yeah, that's like, that's really it. Probably it, yeah. Really it. <laughs> oh, man. DJ Foxy D, how can the people find you? How can they get in contact with you? 
I would say the best way is um, Instagram uh, at DJ Foxyd or my website, www.djfoxyd.com. That would probably be the best ways to get in touch with me. DJs, people, everybody, y'all hear that? Man, DJ Foxy D, I really appreciate you coming through, coming through for the episode. I mean, did you have a great time? Yes. Uh, thank you for having me. It was so comfortable talking with you. Hey, no, I appreciate that, man. You were you were amazing. Another episode, Recreate the Vibes podcast. Our special guest today was DJ Foxy D, Las Vegas. Out there killing it. First year. <laughs>